Hey, BCC, are you ready for a bit of prayer teaching? This little prayer is found in 1 Chronicles chapter 4, verses 9 and 10. Let me remind you of it. Uh, you know, what a great name, isn't it? Jabez. Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. His mother had named him Jabez, saying, I gave birth to him in pain. And Jabez cried out to the God of Israel, Oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me and keep me from harm so that I will be free from pain. And God granted his request. Now, I just want to, I'm just going to do a couple of lessons from this prayer tonight. We're going to focus in on one little phrase and we're doing this over the next few weeks. But I want you to understand the context of the prayer of Jabez. It was written actually during the time of Ezra and Nehemiah. The people had been taken out of the land and Ezra and Nehemiah were writing a history of Israel to encourage Israel. And what they were doing is highlighting people from the past in Israel to show them that they needed to be faithful and that God helped them and that prayer worked. And what the writer is saying in the book of Chronicles is, as you come back into the land... Uh, here's what God did and what worked in the past and what didn't work in the past. And actually, one of the things in Chronicles is, is that prayer works at specific points for breakthrough. Everybody in your home, just say the word breakthrough. Because what Chronicles is trying to teach is that there were specific moments, like in this Jabez prayer, there was a breakthrough when people cried out in prayer. In 1 Chronicles 5 verse 20, uh, Manasseh and Gad are fighting. And as they were in the battle, they cried out to the Lord and there was a breakthrough. In 1 Chronicles 14, David says, shall I go up against them? And as he cries out in prayer, God gives him a strategy to circle around the enemy. One of the things that Chronicles is trying to teach us is, is that when you're in a season of difficulty, hey, anybody think we're in a season of difficulty? As you pray, breakthrough comes, especially when you're not expecting it. Jabez was seeking to be established in the land. Now, this is what I want you to catch. The audience for this book is people who are coming back into the land, and they are reading about a man who is trying to take the land in their history. Jabez was part of the Joshua army, part of that generation that was taking the land. This is what God is saying to us through this prayer of Jabez. At specific times, when you pray, when you say what you want to say to God, a breakthrough will come. And as I was preparing this, I know that there are several of you who have been carrying situations for a while, and you're kind of good people who are serving God out of duty, and you're not going to backslide or anything, but I want to say to you, begin to pray and say, oh God, I need your blessing 
in this area. And let's watch what happens. This prayer is prayed by a man who is not yet established in the land. And he's writing to an audience of people who have to come back into the land. Wondering if God is still with them. And you may be wondering that tonight. So here's lesson number one from this prayer. You can pray to God when life is not perfect. That blessing can happen even in the hard place. Do you remember in the book of Acts when the church was persecuted, it began to grow. God always uses the hard situations to display what he can do. Some of us have got so used to the hard place, we've stopped praying. And the lesson of Jabez is, don't stop praying even now that you're in exile. Or even that you haven't yet got into the land. Don't stop praying because it's as you pray, I will move and I'll break through. Now, prayer's not a magic solution. But what it is, is as you still believe and connect your heart to God, God begins to move with you. Don't give up in the hard place. I feel that that's a word for somebody tonight. Lesson number one, you can still pray to God when life's not perfect. And you can still have the audacity to pray, oh, that you would bless me. Lesson number two from this prayer, I'm going to come into land really soon. Prayers get answered when they come from people who have settled the question of who they belong to and who really is their source of strength. Jabez, this little phrase, is, I'm just only going to preach on two words, almost three words. It says, Jabez called on the God of Israel. And in that day, there were many gods. And this prayer is making it clear who Jabez was calling to. Who Jabez was saying, well, there's this God, there's this God, there's this God, there's this God, there's this option, there's this option, this option. I'm moving all those options out of the way and I'm saying, God of Israel, hear me. I'm being exclusive. There were many gods and he had many options. And this little phrase narrows it down that God, the God of Israel, was the option that he was choosing. You're always going to have this question. In your prayers, is God one option or the option? Is he one option or the option? Similar to what Jesus did to the disciples. He said, who do men say that I am? And they gave him lots of options. And then Peter said, no, this is the option. You're the son of God. You're the living Christ. You see, what we're going to do in our prayers is we've got to say, God, you're not just one option amongst many. You're the God of Israel, and that's who I'm choosing. And that's what I want to teach you tonight. This little prayer says, I am not in a good place, but you're my option. You're the option. And so tonight, in your prayers tonight, throw away every other option and say, God, I trust you. I'm coming to you. Jesus turned around to his disciples one time and said, hey, everybody else is leaving. Do you want to leave? And Peter said, where should we go? It's you, the one who has the words of life. We must settle ownership, lordship, and uh, who's our real source to, be the, to make sure our prayers are effective. So in tonight, if you put a prayer on, your, on the feed, if you're 
battling with something, just say this. God, it's you that are my option. Jabez cried out to the God of Israel. No other God. The prayer of Jabez teaches us this. That whatever happens, we can pray, oh, that you would bless me. You can pray that. You know, some of you are waiting for your relational difficulties to work out. And then you're going to say, oh, then bless me. But actually, before the situation's worked out, you can pray, oh, that you would bless me. And then you can build and rebuild, even if it's not easy. Wherever you're coming from tonight, whether you're in a hard place like they were in the book of Chronicles, they were in exile, or wherever you're coming from, actually in the time of Jabez, I wasn't actually in the land yet, they hadn't inherited it, you can still pray, oh, that you would bless me. And next week I'm going to talk about what blessing really is. I just want to encourage you tonight, make God your option. Not an option, but the option. Come on, pray with me. Heavenly Father, I just pray in the name of Jesus that whatever place we're in right now, that you would bless us, touch us, and give us the strength to say, okay, God, I'm putting all my eggs in your basket. Oh, that you would bless me. Amen. Come on, be encouraged, guys. Keep praying. I'm going to throw you back to Pastor Nick. We use that term, uh, not literally throw you back, but I'm going to hand you back to Pastor Nick and Dami, and let's pray about these needs in faith, believing that God is going to put his attention to his answer. Hi, Pastor Nick.